Hello, everybody, and happy Tuesday, August 30th, and welcome to episode number 35. I had to look at my show notes there, but it is an important day in Pittsburgh Steelers football because the team has now reached their 53-man roster, or at least the initial 53-man roster, and Jim Wexel and I are here to cover that for you. Jim, how are you doing today? Great, Jeremy. That... Uh... Final cutdown day means September is right around the corner. Uh, I mean, how many more days now? Two? Oh, I can't yeah. wait. I'm yeah. sitting here. Uh, I have a sunny, uh, sunnier outlook today. I can tell. That it's it's <laughs> bright uh, where you're podcasting from. Right. I'm podcasting from the same room that was dark that Jerry Olsaski once said I was in my cave. It looked like I'm under the stairs, but uh, now I'm parked over, uh, by the back porch. And it's sunny, but it's still hot. It's still August, brother. Yeah. We're, we're almost there. We're almost there. We're ready for that fall weather. And what better way to start talking about fall weather than the cuts that took place today with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And we'll, we'll tack this in a unique way today, Jim. Let's talk about really those surprises of the players who were cut and maybe the surprises of the players who made the team. And we'll just, you know, just we'll start from there. Which players that got the axe really caught you off guard? Um, that's my surprise, is that I'm not surprised. I thought the roster was a little little deeper. I'm not, I don't know why, because I, I looked this over. There's really no surprises. I don't know that I had J.C. Hour, but that's not a big surprise, of course. Uh, I did not have Steven Sims, but, you know, Calvin Austin will be going on IR. So, yeah, Steven Sims. Um and boy, that's a minor surprises. I, I, I don't know. What do you got? I mean, I was, there were a lot of guys that I was, uh, I, I guess not surprised, like super surprised, but mildly surprised. Uh, and I'm, I actually made a list of my guys that I was surprised that were cut or just that were notable. And then the guys who I thought it was notable that they made the roster, but just, uh, I'll just kind of start and go through here. Justin Lane was the big surprise for me that he was cut over James Pierre just in terms of athleticism. I know Lane hasn't lived up to his uh, potential when he was drafted early uh, a few years ago, but the fact that they're keeping James Pierre over him really just caught me off guard a little bit. Well, you know, they brought James Pierre in ahead of him pretty consistently throughout preseason. Mm -hmm. And Justin Lane was playing pretty late in the preseason games. And the interception wasn't all that, I mean, it was overthrown right to into his gut, and good for him. And he could be a guy coming back for Casey. I, I, I don't, I don't think so. But also, a tip I had was that he was done, and I, I'm not surprised at all. But um, last week, I don't know if you saw my column. I wrote that uh, uh, Marcus Allen needs to be cut because he's playing music during interview time, and that breaking tradition. And I thought he had to be cut because nobody was stepping forward to stop the music. And somebody did. I had heard Mike Tomlin came in and chewed him out on Friday. I was not there Friday. And someone said, you know who else he chewed out? Justin Lane for tracking in dirt. Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> I said, he's getting his last licks in before he cuts these guys. Wow. So that was a tip I had. Okay. Mike Tomlin chewed those two out. So uh, Marcus Allen, he was cut too, wasn't he? 
He was cut too. He was yeah. on the list too. Cause I know everybody was saying, Oh, well, he's got the experience. He's a special teamer. He'll probably make the roster, but yeah, he got the, uh, he got the kibosh as well. Him and his speakers, they could take them go. And you know, Justin Lane tracking in dirt gone. Gone. So you don't, you don't, you don't go in the locker room and get these uh, inside tips. Hey, you're the insider, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Some other guys I had here uh, want to talk about the running back position. Uh, Jalen Warren, a guy that you know you and I have both talked about. He makes the squad, so that's a that's a great story for him. Undrafted out of Oklahoma State. Okay. Anthony, Anthony McFarland doesn't make it, but Benny Snell, Benny Snell football sticks around. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just want to talk about Jalen. Uh, I, I, you know, we had uh, locker room today at two, the two to two thirty, and I wanted to do a story. I wanted to talk to the guys who weren't cut and kind of congratulate them and ask them what it feels like and go back to Jalen Warren. Some of the things he told me in the spring, like uh, he had gained 3000 yards in one high school season and didn't get a college scholarship. And I kind of wanted to touch back, you know, is this, uh, is this justice? And what was it like not getting that scholarship and did it motivate you? And he's like, he looks up at the clock. He goes, dude, I still got an hour and a half. (laughs) I didn't make no team. I don't know. I feel funny talking about this. I said, well, if you get cut, I won't use it. He's like, yeah, you know, he, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I, I, I've been driven by that for a while, but you know, I had a good offensive line and they all got scholarships. I said, what did Willie Parker tell you? Willie Parker's his cousin. What did he tell you in the spring that worked for you? He goes, it's out, oh, man. You look back at the clock. It's like an hour and 29 minutes now. I got a meeting, man. I, I, you know, he's a good kid. And I, here I am trying to jinx him. And uh, on his way to the meeting, he slapped hands with Anthony McFarland, who apparently had just gotten the news. Mm. And because uh, he didn't really shake the hand as joyously as uh, Jalen did going up to the meeting. Jalen didn't know. And Anthony was sitting slumped at his locker mm. uh, over in the other room. Justin Lane was slumped. So, of course. I don't think any of us are surprised Jalen Warren made the team. He's the best running back they have, the best running back in the preseason anyway, mm-hmm. uh, the best running back who didn't have a Liz Frank injury, the best running back who didn't did, uh, talk back to me. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Robinson, though, man, he talked. He was cool. Yeah. I think he knew he made the team, mm-hmm. and uh, so he was cool. Uh, um, but uh, Jalen – I really liked his approach. He wasn't he wasn't mean or condescending to me. He's just, I don't think I should be talking about this stuff yet. So bravo for Jalen. Um, you know, uh Anthony McFarland, what are you gonna do? Uh, yeah. I mean, he he's another candidate to come back when they put Austin on IR. Uh just to explain, they've got a, the injured guys that they want to come back during the season, they have to keep on their final 53 and then tomorrow put them on IR. Okay. And so then, so uh, you're looking at uh, Calvin Austin and DeMonte Casey, Um, minor injuries will be able to come back. And so uh, they make the team, put them on IR tomorrow and call two back. And perhaps they are McFarland and Lane or anybody, or they, the waiver wire it could be anybody mm-hmm. 
So how do you see this shit? And I know it's early and we still have time for the first uh, regular season contest, but do you think that um, Warren's going to get more snaps as the, uh, the runner behind Harris, or is it going to be Snell that's getting the majority of backup carries? I'd like to see Warren get more carries than Harris, but I don't think anybody agrees with me on that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think Warren's number two. Okay. Awesome. As long as he, as long as he can play special teams and I think he can. Yeah. Yep. Shifting gears a little bit, uh, defensive side of the football, I guess kind of a, another one of these mild surprises. Again, nothing out of, uh, that's crazy out of this world, but Buddy Johnson, second year inside backer, he gets, he gets cut they, for Mark Robinson, who does make the roster. Um, any take on, on Buddy Johnson, not sticking. Hey, he didn't make any plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did struggle in pass coverage and against the run Henry Mondo, Another guy. Um, now there's a guy that made plays. Yeah, but but he did he did have trouble anchoring against the run. I wonder if there does he have practice squad eligibility left? Is he there a chance he could return in that capacity? You or? know they keep changing the rules on that. I think just about everybody's eligible for the practice squad. Seriously, and so that's a guy with a good attitude and possibly sure. They have uh, seven defensive linemen, so they're they're well stocked on a regular seat, regular roster. So that was a tough, that was tough for him, him to make. He was uh, definitely on the wrong side of the bubble there. Yeah. And just sticking with the defensive line, Montrevious Adams, whom I thought there was a chance that he wouldn't make it being that his uh, availability was not great during training camp, but he does stick with the roster. You should have seen him practice today. This guy, <laughs> Marcus Allen was practicing all the guys with availability issues. Man, they were available today, and they busted their butts. Wow, uh, Adams. Yeah, you know Adams has some good things going for him. He's a playmaking nose. Yeah, I, uh, they have no um, no reason to give up on a guy like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, M- much much more uh, interesting than Mondo and and the Davis boys. Yeah, right. I think they made the right move there. Right. And then in terms of uh, wide receiver, you hit on this a little bit with uh, you mentioned Stephen Sims at the outside outset of the podcast. Sims makes the roster, as does Miles Boykin. You think they both stick or, or is this just I looked on the Steelers website. They said the initial 53 man roster. Yep. None. Do you see uh, any movement here or do you think this is long term with these two being on the roster? Well, they just uh, traded for a, a sack of potatoes with Minnesota, so one, somebody else is going to get cut uh, as soon as he clears – if he clears his physical tomorrow. Um, so that's part of the initial roster. Steven Sims made some plays, and why not? He, he's an NFL dude with a resume, and uh, his only issue had been fumbling, and he hasn't fumbled. And uh, he does what Austin does, so – you know, he'll get more games to prove that he belongs. And then they, you know, he's got to force his way on. It's not like, oh, well, he'll get, he'll get cut when Austin comes back. He's got a chance now. Somebody else can get cut. Yeah. Uh, uh, Boykin is a uh, a gunner and he made a couple big combat catches. And Boykin was a better gunner than Justin Lane. They started using him over Justin Lane. And that's when I thought Justin had lost his job when they were using Pierre and um, Boykin as gunners Mm -hmm. and speaking of that bag of potatoes that you mentioned shifting gears from the uh the cuts and the players that made the roster there were two trades that occurred today um that that uh sack of russets that you speak of offensive lineman jesse davis 
he has 72 starts under his belt, was initially drafted by Miami versatile players, played up and down the, the offensive line. And then outside linebacker Malik Reed from Denver played three seasons there, 15 sacks. Any thoughts on these two gentlemen who are joining the team? Well, you never know how chewed up a guy like Malik Reed is and why Denver would let him go, but he's got a great resume. Mm-hmm. You know, he had a ton of sacks the last two years, and they traded uh, what they swapped the sixth and a seventh yeah. for him. Uh, good deal. Good deal. He has a great resume. Again, how chewed up he is, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's why trades rarely happen in the NFL. But that's a guy. Yeah. Now, Jesse Davis, huh. <laughs> I don't know who he is. And I apologize, but looking through the Twitter Twitter scroll, one Steeler fan asked, who is this guy? How good is he? And so I'll just read you what I retweeted. One of the fans, Tyler Musgrove, noted expert aficionado of football. (laughs) I'm sure you've heard of Tyler Musgrove. I hate to use random guys, but this is a random guy. As a Dolphins fan, I can say he is the worst professional athlete I have ever watched in my entire lifetime. When we got rid of him, it might have been the best day of my life. Oh, my Lord. This is the guy that got two of his ribs broken, apparently. Wow. Yeah, a number, a, 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 like a number 20 shoved him, and he went flying back, and then the guy took aim at Tua, and somebody responded that he's a better guard than tackle. You have to use him at guard. And someone showed some college tape, a gift of a college tape, where he got knocked on his butt. <laughs> Hey, man, I don't know. And then I was wondering, well, what'd they give up for this guy, you know? And it's a conditional seventh-round pick three years from now. Hmm. I've never seen anything that low traded. I, they traded a bag of balls for him. <laughs> they traded a bag of balls for this guy. A bag of balls for a bag of potatoes. <laughs> this Did you say he played at Idaho? Did he? I thought that's what you just said. He played oh, in Idaho. Oh, no, oh, no, I don't okay. know. We could only be as lucky as writers to do that, have that. Two, 2025 conditional seventh-round pick to the Vikings. So, uh, hey, man, me, may surprise. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, you just wonder what the value of a trade like that is. But I guess if it's further down the road, it's seventh round and it's conditional, there's probably – he's got to start so many games or get so much playing time. So – or make the team. I, I, you know, it could be any, 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 mm-hmm. anything. So, do you think they're done with uh, the the trades? Is that it, or are we going to see more movement? Um, oh, you know, trades. Say she's, but that's what's available in the offensive line. That's always made me laugh when people say, "Well, you, you uh, they just got to pick up some tackles." Mm-hmm. Uh, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. I might get lucky with an interior lineman, but. It doesn't happen. So um, I asked Kevin Dotson today, I said, you know, your boy Duke Mannyweather, he tweeted that uh, be patient with the Steelers' offensive line because you need an offensive line coach to to, to stick around. And, uh, you know, they've had three in three years. And uh, Dotson said that's true. And he didn't want to make, make an excuse in front of all those cameras. But he said, just just give me one for more than one year. Yeah, and so uh, I don't. I don't think their their talent is that bad. They had Kendrick Green work a little at center today, so he they're uh, working on him as the backup interior guy. He and Hassenauer both Hassenauer is working at guard, so there's a little duel there. Who's going to dress on game day to be the interior backup? 
So it looks like Dyson has won the left guard job, mm-hmm. which I, I think is good. I, I like Dyson. He's a bigger man. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'd be stunned if they made a trade for a legitimate starting lineman. It just yeah. doesn't happen. You just don't know how beat up these guys are. Right. And I just want to go on record, too, because I will own my uh, misprediction. Uh, I said that I fully believe that the team would move Mason Rudolph, and I know there's time yet, but if it would have been done, I would, would have thought it would have been done by 4 p.m. So I will own my error uh, in projecting that he would be shifted. As of now, he's on a 53-man roster, and that looks like that's going to stick. Yeah. I mean, it was just a prediction. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people thought he would be traded. And people were reporting in in June that the Steelers were on the phone talking trade at this moment, uh, likely to be a fifth rounder. Mm-hmm. And they threw the word likely in, and it, it, they, they were just guessing. Yeah. A lot of people were guessing. Yep. I, I thought he was a favorite to start, but he wasn't. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to say he wasn't given a chance. I thought he was given a chance. I thought the day that he uh the first two minute drill when he threw that pass away with no time left you know it was the last chance he had i thought it it conjured up old mason thoughts you know you're into your fifth year maybe he's going to process faster and it looked like he had been he had a great first week and that first two minute drill it brought back all the mason memories that he has not increased the rapid rapidity of his processing and he looked, he looked like old Mason, but uh, I I don't know. I don't, I'm not writing him off, but I think that's the day he might've lost reps with the first team and really his chance that they uh, reportedly were going to give him Mm -hmm. and he never got it. But I, but I, you know, you get your chance until they decide you're not going to. And I, I thought he was in their mind going to get a chance. Yeah. Even though it looked like from the start that they wanted Mitch and Mitch fits this offense better with his mobility and this offensive line. Yeah. So, yeah. So we can all own our stuff. Yes. Yes. Well, uh, any- who's keeping track? Yeah. <laughs> if you wouldn't have mentioned it, I would have forgot. Yeah. I don't know that. I'm just trying to, trying to be accountable. That's all. Trying to be accountable. So any final thoughts here as we wrap up the 53? Um, looking over. Uh, I'm, I'm happy for Robinson. Yeah. Um, I'm happy for Jalen. I, I like and Gunner. You know, I, I don't think Gunner was a question mark. He was he was back in April when everybody was calling him Ryan Switzer. Ryan <laughs> Switzer, too. Um, but I didn't get to talk to him today. Um, I just hope Casey doesn't take too long to mend. I liked what they had going with the three safeties. Uh, they they keep saying we'll look at someone else, but it wasn't working with someone else. They have they've had Killebrew, they've had Mallette, they've had um, Norwood. They didn't. None of them brought what Casey brought as a free safety who could tackle like a strong safety, could give you that versatility to allow Minka. We asked Terrell Austin today, uh, was was that three safety look? Was that to free up Minka? Oh, no. Uh, and then he said, you know, Minka really does look good when he's free, though. So he, <laughs> he, he took both sides of that answer. And, uh, of course, 
Terrell Edmonds really looks good down in the box. So uh, back to the drawing board with the defense a little bit, but um, other than that, no, I don't have any comments. I made my Jesse Davis comment. Well, I just want to take one moment of pause here, Jim, and and, and it's a sad day, and I can't believe I didn't mention this at the outset, but the general, he's gone. He's cut. What are we going to do? I need, we need some new. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I missed that. Now that would surprise me. That surprises me. Let me double check that real fast, but I saw that today. He's an NFL dude. I don't know if you're aware of that. Let's see. Yeah. He's cut. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, you need four tackles. How many do they have? They cut Trent Scott. Got Trent Scott. So they have Chaz Green and the two starters. Hey, maybe Jesse Davis is going to be that uh, that guy. Did yeah. they cut Haig after the Jesse J- Davis trade? I think that was right before. Because oh, I, I like Haig. I, I kind of liked him. That's that's my surprise. Thankfully, I have a surprise now. Yeah. Yeah. So to answer your question, I, but you- I like the general. Especially that was my nickname too. That was that was uh yeah. That's like cutting fast Willie Parker. I told you that was my nickname, right? Yes. Yeah. I remember. As was ah, the- I tell everybody. <laughs> you gotta get uh, some credit in this world. Uh anyway, we're we're uh, dragging along. Are we 20 minutes yet? Yeah, we, we hit 20 minutes. We hit okay. 20 minutes. I, I don't know if we have anything else. It looks like Trubisky was the number one today, so he's gonna start the opener. I don't know yeah. if we even need to ask. Tomlin came over. Uh, we were on the sideline. He said, uh, uh, which one of you poor bastards is going to ask me about uh, the quarterback depth chart today? Which one of you drew the short straw? And uh, we looked at each other and we said, well, Pursuta. <laughs> and Mike never got the chance. He was we, we used him because he was in the other room and couldn't hear. Mm. And uh, Mike said, okay, well, you tell him I'll, I'm ready for him. I, I think Mike had a – Tomlin had a good uh, line ready, but he never got the chance. Uh, Brooke, Brooke asked about uh, who's the number one quarterback, and mm. Tomlin said, we're still working on it. He said something – he said, of course we we have – we know what we want to do, yeah. but we're still working. Yeah. And that's all you need to know. And then so you put that together with who worked today, and Trubisky confirmed to me that he took number one reps. It was such an odd question. He was in front of a battery of microphones and asking him about, I don't know, what, what this and that. These, I don't know. And I just walked in. I get, you, do you take number one reps today? He goes, yeah. He doesn't realize how we have to do things. I, I could not have told you this on the podcast unless it was confirmed in the locker room by the player. So, that's absurd. But that's how it is. Yeah. You can't. Otherwise, you know, people will be uh, reporting what they did. You know, what plays they're working on. You yeah. can't have that. Then, then we're banned from practice. So, this is workable. But right. Trubisky doesn't understand how it works yet. He, he's starting to. <laughs> he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. You got a little taste of it today. Yeah. Well, Jim, we're getting closer to that first game in Cincinnati, and we'll probably uh, be back, viewers, with a a preview, probably a season kickoff maybe next week sometime before we get to that opener September 11th in Cincinnati. But that's going to do it for episode 55. 55. Oh, my gosh. Jeez, 35. 
on the 53-man roster cutdown day. It's been great you joining us with, with us here today. Please be sure to subscribe. Give us a like. Share with your family and friends. You can check out Jim's work at the Still City Insider and also give him a follow on Twitter at Jim Wexel. You can check out my work at thestillstudy.com. Give me a follow at Still Study, and we will see you back here next time for episode number 36 of the Still City Insider. Thanks, everybody.